Welcome to the 16-Ounce Cinema Podcast. Hello and welcome to 16-Ounce Cinema, where we drink pints and talk pictures. I am Material TJ. I'm here with Angus. Uh, Innocence Angus. And Michael. Uh, sweet, sweet American Pie, Michael. <laughs> Is that a song? That's a song she wrote. She she had, yeah. Did, I what, don't know. She didn't write it. Songs. Well, she didn't write it. No, but she did She's... shit all over it. Yeah. <laughs> we are talking about this week's theme star, Madonna. Um, we'll we'll get to the movies and everything shortly. I just want to add Do a little little <laughs> bonus. Mine wasn't that bad. A little bonus this episode is that we all each also watched a music video to go along with our movies or just, you know, maybe not necessarily mine didn't directly pair. Your guys' might have. Uh, but we're also going to be talking no. about some Madonna music videos this episode. Um, so this week I'm first. We'll get right into the beers to start off. I have one I think we may have done before, but I was in a rush because some so it was a, it was a busy Hectic day for me. Um, I have Funky Buddha Pineapple Beach. It's a blonde ale, 5% by volume. Um, and my 10 words for it are blonde like Madonna. Beach relates to the music video. Okay. Can, right. can I just say that you said you had to get something like you didn't... We we It took us three weeks to record this episode. We are late. <laughs> plenty of time. <laughs> Well, yeah, I delayed it, and then I thought I could get it done today. But I'm sure your beer is still way um, more related to your movie than the rest of us. So. Um, Absolutely. Related to my music video, but not my movie, except for being blonde like Madonna. Um, yeah, we, we missed a week because last week uh, you guys were sick, and I was also still sick. I was actually, if we had recorded last week, I was going to bring to the uh, table a 10% ABV cough syrup. Uh, that stuff was awesome. It's got like vapor rub in it that you take. Um, that, uh, that's my favorite cough syrup ever now, but it's like 13 fucking dollars. Dude, I'm on Whoa. NyQuil um, right now. So yeah, yeah, you guys are like, you yeah. guys are at the level I was last week. So yeah, like where I great. was uncontrollably coughing and my voice sounded like this. Um, I had some I had some bourbon earlier and it actually made my cough go. Away oh, right yeah. There, so I mean, that's actually on, like for that the bourbon honey and uh black tea and then chamomile yeah, right. tea right now night. in front of me is a bourbon a beer uh acid uh, one scotch, relief, uh one whiskey. Ty- ty- tylenol and a uh and nyquil i feel i feel like a fucking junkie just in front of me you you gotta take your own medicine that you told me the bourbon and hot tea with honey like i did yeah that. I, I, did, like, I have been <laughs> just okay, not, not for I did the show it'll be it'll be, before, it'll be it before i go to bed two or three cups of that a day for two days cleared me right out nice all right. Well, I also had a beer, uh, and uh, Madonna once mentioned rice in the film, so that's how my mo- that's how my beer is related to the movie. Um, you breaking a, your uh, ten words? No, I'm not ready for my ten words. Now my ten words is coming up soon. It's a Hachino Nest Red Rice Ale, and it's uh, apparently mildly carbonated, fruity aftertaste, and sake like. Red that's rice that. ale. That's it. That's uh, that's interesting. I didn't know I there guess. was red rice. Yeah, I didn't either. It has an owl on it. Sorry for the extra words. Isn't there a Ray Rice? <laughs> there is a Ray Rice. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna beat all my neighborly, my old neighbors tonight. 
Ah. Can... <laughs> is that what he does? Yeah, he's a he's a woman beater. <laughs> a woman beater or a neighbor no. beater? Uh, well, I mean, a woman beater, but I just I have women neighbors, so I'll just beat uh, them. It's like what, you're just gonna knock on the doors. Hey, you're a woman, Smack. and beat them. You just yeah, punch them, and you're a woman. You know, it made more sense till you said it out loud. You know, what'd be great is just like punching him in the face. You got Ray Rice, bitch. <laughs> it's Ray Rice time. <laughs> it's time. It's Ray Rice time. <laughs> we always gotta bring it oh, back to Vader. This beer smells awful. Just don't do it on the show, please, Mike. <laughs> I would love that on the show. Be the most entertaining thing we've done. <laughs> what did you drink, Angus? All right, what I got is what you left over when you came over, like, two weeks ago. Oh, I did leave some cool shit. Yeah, well, you left some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, dude, you left your pants here. Oh, jeez. Well, that... Yeah, my pants in Dallas. Uh, they're like a pair of like cargo shorts. I don't know. Oh, I like those. <laughs> they were bought up next to the bed. Listeners, the specifics of Mike's pants that he left in Dallas. <laughs> well, also, I think you left a pair of underwear too because they don't look he like does mine. That. He's left uh, pants yeah. and underwear at my house before, and I'm like, dude, when did you even change? <laughs> I change all the time. I can't stay in the same clothes. And it took me like two years to actually get them back to him. I think I washed them twice, even though they weren't even like <laughs> worn, obviously. I didn't go around in Mike's enormous pants. Dude, I stole a pair of his sleep pants he left over, and I still have them, I think. And this was like <laughs> eight years ago. They've nice. moved from three different houses in two different cities in one state with me. <laughs> I still have a, a pair of his socks that I wear regularly. They're gray. What the fuck, man? <laughs> you gotta stop leaving your clothes, bro. We'll just take them. Uh, yeah, little clothes over guys goblins. <laughs> I tried on your underwear, dude. They were pretty comfortable. I'm gonna have to ask oh, where you got, got them. Yeah, you wear that Under Armour, man. Like, it's nice. Mm-hmm. All right, so the beer that Mike left is Dogfish and Woolrick present Pennsylvania Tuxedo. Uh, it's a pale ale brewed with Pennsylvania spruce tips, and it is an 8.5% alcohol right. by volume. So spruce. it's going to fuck me up. Spruce sticks. It, okay. Uh, that's my 10 words as Mike left it here. <laughs> All right. All right. We've got a few to, seconds uh, to, to talk about our beers. Well. Mine is... Uh, I'm, I'm probably contradicting myself because I feel like I've had this on the show before. Maybe we should keep a list. Um, anyway, there's that little hint of pineapple citrus citrusness, and it's really dry. Yeah, mine's not worth it being a dollar ninety nine, but it'd be worth like a dollar and a quarter. That yeah, mine's fucking five cents is really getting to you. You're like, I gave up three extra quarters. Yeah, three <laughs> extra quarters. I didn't want to for this beer, dude. Quarters can well, buy it's, me, it's like, mostly a the bag potential of, of like all the other lost beer that could have been. This could have been so much better, you know. Lost beers, like lost mm-hmm. films. Mm-hmm. That should be our theme next week: lost films. We'll just hey, speculate what we up. think these lost films might have been. Let's uh, let's get the music videos out of the way before we uh, we do our movies. I think maybe. Oh, you want to do those all at once? Yeah, yeah. I want to do well, it we had agreed once, to do them as we each did our movies, but we can get them all the way all at once. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's just dive right in. So I watched um, La Isla Bonita. It is from her third album, 
I don't remember the name of which because I didn't do basic research. I figured if Mike hey, doesn't, I'm not going to. Was that uh, the first one that popped up? No, I don't. When I, I don't know. When I searched I, her name, that was the first one that popped up. Oh, we all I have different Google. Specifically and, sought out yeah. this song because they used to play it on like the radio at work, and I heard it, and I just I really liked it, and I didn't realize it was Madonna, and then I heard it on the radio on the way home you know on a different completely different station i was just like yeah okay i'm into this song weirdly um i was gonna say something before you asked that question but now it's gone oh oh I'm, I'm back so it came from her third album which came out on my birthday 1987 and um <laughs> so it's got like uh some like island spanish latin feel to it uh, as you might imagine, because it's called La Isla Bonita. And the music video has uh, Madonna. It's kind of in like a monochrome, not quite black and white, um, but a very, very gray palette. And so there's these like Mexican guys hanging out, like making music, uh, playing the guitar. Um, I actually watched <laughs> this with my wife, and she said that Mexican is sitting on a, a garbage couch, which is pretty much literally what it was. He was kind of on a curb surrounded by garbage and garbage cans playing the guitar and, and this is why we need the wall yeah <laughs> i don't want garbage furniture in our country well the guy but I mean, who, who knows who left the garbage there the guy just decided to post up and start playing his guitar he could play his guitar really well who and left the garbage out madonna is upstairs uh praying and she has like rosary beads and she's up there kind of like looking down on the music like wanting to party and then she starts like well, the lyrics are like she's remembering, but the music video is more like this is a, a fantasy of going to a tropical island. And then you see, you know, everything's on the island, full color now. And Madonna in the like the city scene, she's just like in a, a tank, white tank top and plain clothes. But then in the island fantasy, she's wearing a crazy red flamenco dress and like riding on the ground, rubbing herself instead of praying. And I like when she touches herself, I'll say, yeah, she's good at that. But doesn't she, she do that in every video that. where she just yeah. touches herself with rosary beads? She yeah, didn't do it in the, my video. I mean, that's kind of been her thing, this, like, meeting of, like, religion and fantasy or something. Because she had, like, like a prayer, which was maybe didn't a prayer for a song kiss or some guy maybe in the Pepsi a song about just sex, sex, sex. Oh, she had an interracial. I'm sure she's had interracial kisses. I mean, even in this video, she's no, like, I think, oh, I think she had like dudes. the first interracial kiss in a Pepsi commercial or something like that. I remember, I remember that because I used to watch a lot of MTV. So I think that's true. Or at least first true interracial enough. kiss in a Pepsi commercial. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty. I used to watch a lot of interracial kissing. <laughs> Is that what inspired what? you, Mike? <laughs> I guess so. It was Madonna. You wanted to be the Madonna. <laughs> he wanted to be cool like Madonna and drink Pepsi and kiss black people. And I do like Pepsi. I do like Pepsi over Coke. So there it is. But you you left out that you really liked black girls. Oh right, that's also important to the story. <laughs> you, you, the, way you, the way you left that out almost looked like suspiciously hateful. <laughs> like you were saying, yeah, TJ, I like Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> but not uh, not that other part. <laughs> no, I like. I but like but that's not true. You you quite like yeah. everybody. Yeah, you're very. Yeah, that's uh, true. You're pansexual. So I, uh, I also <laughs> I also watched the music video, if I may. I didn't quite finish mine. Oh, sorry. Um, right. 
I mean, that's the gist of it, though, is that she she stays up. I don't want to step over your Madonna video. She stays up in her room, but then the fantasy Madonna in the flamenco dress leaves the room, goes down, and, like, doesn't really join the party. She, like, sees the guys, dances her way through, and then, like, walks off down the street. So I'm like, well, if you're... No, this is her pre-interracial days. So. Why wouldn't she? Oh, she's just like, I'm going to go down the street to the white people being Latin, not the Latin people being Latin. <laughs> so she you made out with out. white people acting Latin, then went Latin, then went black. <clears throat> like, she just step-stoned her way up for yeah. her but these, these people in this video were, were, were Latin. They're yeah, Latin but you said she people. went to hang out with the white Latins. No, I'm saying that was a joke. That's like she went down and oh, she couldn't actually. Oh, I thought she really did <laughs> yeah. it. Because it was mystifying that she would have this fantasy of going to this island and clearly she was up there like being like religiously repressed and not wanting to just go down to this block party. But then her fantasy self, when her fantasy self goes down, her fantasy self doesn't join this block party that triggered all these fantasies. Her fantasy self sees the block party, dances her little way through it, and then walks her ass down the street away from the block party like... Is she just going to go to the docks and get on, you know, her fantasy back to her fantasy island? Or, that was that was the letdown of the video. But well, speaking of letdowns, I uh, I watched Madonna's American Pie remake, and I felt it was a goddamn American travesty, really. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> in fact, I I wrote down that there's nothing that could uh, make me watch more than one minute of this video. And, which is exactly how long I lasted. So You didn't I watch thought, the whole video for the sake of this show? No, I stopped I after a minute. Like, Mike, don't feel bad. I didn't watch all mine. Thank what? you. I, I, was, we, you I gave it a chicken shits? I, I tried. I Googled Madonna videos. I looked for at least three minutes. I went, oh, American you Pie. You couldn't dedicate is, three this is minutes to this show. Four minutes and 30 minutes. Three minutes, minutes of homework. You couldn't bring to this show besides well, your I, 90 minutes of the movie. An extra three minutes was too much. Actually, I spent three minutes looking for a video, chose a video that I thought would be great, and then abandoned it in hatred. So, uh, <laughs> so no. In you both. She did use a, uh, a large American flag as the backdrop, which I thought was cool, but I was, <laughs> I was just really disappointed. The whole thing sucked. Everything sucked. She was terrible in it and the music was terrible and i tapped out at the minute mark because like some other man's voice joined her in her horrible horror like rendition of it and that was that was madonna's american pie i didn't like it that sounds pretty cool i liked it (laughs) good video dude i like that yeah Yeah. precise thank you okay so the one that i watched was uh madonna's burning up and Uh, i thought you were actually going to do the uh, madonna bitch one what? I was. I thought you were gonna do "I'm Madonna, bitch." I don't know what that is. Uh, didn't she do that with like Nicki Minaj? You said. Oh no, I'm not. No, that's. I was. That's stupid. I was really looking forward to you talking about that. <laughs> no, I, okay, I. We both. We both disappointed TJ. That's great. Right? Yeah. Well, now we're gonna get our listener feedback saying they want to hear Angus's take on "I'm Madonna." Bitch, so <laughs> it'll come nobody, back. It'll come back around. Nobody requests that. Everybody requests that. <laughs> and we'll do all right. it yes, all right. that's the rule alright I watched Burning Up um, basically the video starts with like a bunch of weird shit like weird eyes and things and weird shapes and then it like mismatches into others and then she's like choking herself with a dog collar like, the, yeah. 
like you know, like the dog choker, like the ones I would wear, like on my belts the, and shit. The chain, <laughs> yeah, the chain. like not, the chain not a leather one. choker, but a chain choker. Yeah, the chain choker, and she's like choking herself with it while she's dancing and shit. So that was. Yeah, I would have watched. So, I would have totally so watched that's this a, video. That's a video we're all watching when we're done with the episode. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool, and like all these weird things, and then like about a minute in. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to watch some porn, so... <laughs> I went that to chain really got you? So your, your, your video was actually so good you couldn't finish it. Exactly. Mine was so bad I couldn't finish it. Dude, I went and to PJ X... was just lukewarm. I went to X Hamster and had the music still playing while I was watching porn. <laughs> Did you go to X Hamster and just put in, like, Madonna lookalike? Uh, yeah, like, I put in Blonde Chick or whatever, and yeah... It's a so, blood chick or whatever. But I'll so, bring that out. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. Just I typed in rosary beads, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, let's get let's get to Madonna movies. Oh, I wanted to finish. Oh, he oh, was sorry. literally mid-sentence. Well, I thought he finished. I well, did he finished finish. with the Madonna, like, you know, in his scenario, but he didn't finish talking. That's true. Okay. All right, um... Yeah, so the big finisher was apparently, like, at the end when I was done and I went back to the video, there was some dude, like, in a car driving at her while he was in water and she was on, like, a boat in water. And it turns out, like, that's her real-life brother in that video. (laughs) So then I went and watched incest porn after. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I had a trivia for Alessio Bonita. Uh, was that in its instrumental form before it became a full song it was offered to michael jackson who turned it down and then madonna took it and wrote the uh, lyrics and melody and uh, you know beefed it up from its bare bones form i don't want no dirty mexicans on my song (laughs) 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 i couldn't tell if that was tj or angus (laughs) did you say did you say yikes i can't i I don't know where my voice went did you say yikes. yikes in Michael Jackson voice? Yes! Mm. <laughs> yikes! I hope you went away from the mic for those horn blows. I just assumed they'd be beeped, maybe. Beeped? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. TJ will just do all the fucking work. Hey, man, you fucking knew this was happening. <laughs> you knew we were cold. You sick, nasty people. <laughs> we were cold. <laughs> cold. Wear a jacket, bro. <laughs> Dude, he came I'm here, actually, he didn't I'm have I'm actually one. sweating fucking profusely sitting here, like, naked, just sweating. Are you really naked? Are yeah, you wearing I a, to take my clothes off. You're wearing a loincloth, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I owned a loincloth, I would 100% be wearing one right now. He's just wearing under armor and a shirt and socks <laughs> and pants. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here in Mike's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of us is wearing Mike's underwear right now, so that's good. Yeah, I'm not wearing your socks right now. I could be, but I'm not. All right. So, right into the movies. I watched Desperately Seeking Susan from 1984. This was, um, it had Madonna in it bef- right before she hit it big. And it's basically actually. Oh, the wall. year of my birth. This, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The year of your birth, not your birthday. That's um, right. But basically, while this movie was in production, she became huge. Um, what's funny is that it also has Rosanna Arquette in it and, um, Rosanna Arquette won an award for best supporting actress 
Except that Rosanna Arquette is actually the lead actress and has more screen time and more lines and the plot revolves around her and Madonna <laughs> is the supporting actress. But Wait, is that really how you say her name? Rosanna? R- Rosanna Arquette? Yeah. Well, how would you say it, Michael? I want to hear this. I don't this. know. I guess I've only ever heard it as Roseanne. See, I thought it was Patricia. <laughs> 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 that's yeah that's way i thought, I thought it was pronounced there. david <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to react to that dumbass remark <laughs> oh i'm offended for both me and angus i yeah. didn't i didn't know i didn't mean to be offensive um <laughs> you know it was a dumb joke anyway michael there's a rosanna and a rosanna and they're spelled differently oh 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 all right, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, one mm-hmm. has an E, one has an A at the end. Um, so this movie opens up in a salon. The very first shot is of feet. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, so Wait, nice... It's not Roseanne Barr's feet, is it? Yeah. No, no, no. They're, I would say they're nice feet. Um, I know right, you don't cool. like, you know, painted toenails, but that's what they're doing in the salon is they're painting, that's, delicately yeah, I mean, painting these sense. delicate little feet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've never been into a movie more than I am right in this second. I should have taken like more notes. I actually did rewind because I was like, oh my gosh, this opens right <laughs> on feet. And I rewound it just to like see if I could gather more. Um, but I didn't. Uh, I so wish anyway, you went these... to a porn site after for foot videos. <laughs> yeah. Just immediately like switch over. Let's just turn TJ into a fetishist. <laughs> <laughs> this whole Madonna thing has put me on a dark path. <laughs> so we're in the salon these women are chatting and there's this ad in the paper that says desperately seeking susan and so what it is is that there's this guy called jim and him and susan meet up kind of all over the country and basically wherever they wind up jim will place the ad and then if susan's in town he'll come meet her up so they they and then vice versa so they meet up by placing these ads it's like their cute little um romance and that seems so like it would get expensive i guess yes yeah. and how long do in advance do you have to like get those ads in right like you probably can't do it just the day before like you got to know where you're going to be and i don't know it, yeah, there, was, it, there was no internet back then so like that was your only choice so like it had to be full of like fucking personal bullshit like that right and it's the only way people once, could contact people once we meet jim and susan it, it becomes even more peculiar because jim is kind of like a um traveling garage band player and uh susan just kind of just some sort of drifting slut so oh, like yeah. the Wait, fact is, that they susan would be, madonna yeah, Susan is Madonna. Okay. Um, I'll refer to her as Madonna, but that's yeah. her character's I, name. I think Susan. that's how we should describe Swart. every movie. It's just Madonna. Don't give her character name. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, they can't know. <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense. But, I but was also, thinking yeah, it was Patricia Arquette. These are people who just kind of drift. Like They wouldn't have planning to meet up with like personal ads, I don't think. So it's like, And they, I don't know that they would be the type to be romantic or cute in this way because they're both like 80s punk, punkish. So they're kind of trashy. I'm anyway. Jim is Jim Belushi, so this is a cool movie. <laughs> no, no. Jim Belushi, uh... why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a terrible choice. 
I thought his name was Jim. That just makes sense to call him Jim Belushi. That's like imagining Wait, who's the famous Belushi. If, if That's like imagining somebody's a... Kevin Farley. <laughs> Why would you do that? Isn't Jim Belushi the famous one? He was, he's the shitty one that nobody yeah. likes. He's the one Who's that the other didn't one? die. John. John. Oh, John, right, yeah. <laughs> I almost said James, just to mess with you. <laughs> <laughs> if Mike was a director, he would cast his movies just based on whose name fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that I got this new guy uh, named Carl. Hmm, who's a famous Carl? Carl Weathers. Carl, yeah, Carl Weathers. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say Carl Malone. Yours is He's better. He's going to be this 20-year-old uh, going into university. <laughs> He's got that uh, that uh, Brad Pitt disease, whatever that's called. Benjamin Button? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, that's... who's going to play Benjamin for you? <laughs> that's too much. I don't know, man. I'm not a director here. So, now we first meet Madonna. She's in this, like, pink and red room. Um, and she's taking like Instagram pictures. She's on the floor with a Polaroid camera. Just is, uh, that's exactly what it is, is Instagram pictures. Um, and she's in a hotel. There's a guy asleep on the bed and Madonna starts like stealing stuff from the room, just whatever she can find. Some, she finds some earrings, there's money. She steals silverware and... (laughs) She, Badass hotel room. What the hell? Yeah, and then she heads out. She she dips out on the guy who's still asleep. Um, next, we meet Gary, who's big in the hot tub business. And he, we're I've been at a, Gary's hot tubs. Yeah, we're yeah, at I want to hang out with Gary. <laughs> Gary rules. It's even better. This party is thrown at Gary's house, and he stops the entire party because it's 10.58, which means his new commercial is airing. And so he stops the entire party so everyone can see dude, his commercial for I, I Gary's hope, Hot Tubs. I hope Gary makes out with a black dude in the hot tub. It's the first time <laughs> ever in a racial. Dr. commercial. This guy is played by Gary Sinise. Oh, nice. Oh, I, love, I love Sinise. He's great. He's not actually, though. It's just, it's a Gary. Oh. Oh, oh. fuck. Jeez, that was really smooth. I thought yeah. Lieutenant Dan was in this with hot tubs. <laughs> so that'd be great. He's back on the water. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we get we we cut back to Madonna. She's getting off the bus. So she she came from Jersey back into New York. Um, in the restroom, she goes and starts drying her armpits in the the air dryer. So remember, I said that they're she's trash. She's that kind of trash who takes sink baths and then dries her armpits in the air dryer. That's the 80s. We would have done the same thing. Um, Hang on now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you were telling us your grandpa used to drink urinal water. Because he's <laughs> the sink anyway. I think there's a slightly different story involved in that. But, yeah. Oh, a, a slightly similar. different story. Why don't you tell the slightly well, different story? That I we're would not love gonna it. Me, anyway. me and my grandpa were, uh, were fishing. And then uh, after we got done fishing, we went to the local bathroom and the sink was broken. So I was just like, well, I'm out of luck. We can't wash up because there's no sink. And he just started, you know, wishy-washing his hands in the uh, urinal. And uh, and he also drank from it, you know. With, you know, not, not like a dog. He didn't get on his like, hands and knees or anything. But, you know, we had like, he, he cupped his hands and he got the water. And he, he saw my disgusted look like, ah, it's, you're drinking out of the toilet, man. And, uh, and then 
you know, he's like, you know, where do you, the water comes from the same place. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. But, dude, uh, but it's, it's covered in your, like, <laughs> it, it sits there. Like, dude, yeah. I'm just imagining, like, he presses the flush button and then just has his mouth on the fall, like, going down <laughs> his fucking right, throat. Like, <laughs> if, if you hit the flush button and the water just, like, came down from some central area, that would be different. But the water trickles down the pee wall. Well, listen, I, I don't disagree with you, fellas, but like I said through texts, <laughs> it was just that, you know, he was 80 years old and he survived the fucking Holocaust. He'll be fine from some fucking small town lantana urinal water. He'll be okay. Hey, hey kid, do you want to eat this little cake I found in the urinal? Well, <laughs> <laughs> a menti. <laughs> He's just fucking chewing it. <laughs> He's washing his head in the goddamn like. He washed stall. his hands and drank some drank some water. He was fine. He died several years later. No, non related. So he was your fine. your grandpa's the only person who gave him self swirlies. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same water. <laughs> this is the quicker way to do it. Uh. Well, you know, jokes on me. He had clean hands. I had fishy hands so the, on the walk home. So, that's Polish for I'm Borat. I hope nice. my mother never listens to this podcast. Was it her dad or was it your dad's dad? Um, my mom. You don't even dad. remember whose dad your grandpa I had to was? think about it. I don't. Who, I only knew one of them. The other died. Died. But that's funny that you said your mother, and then you couldn't even remember if it was her dad or not. <laughs> like, why would she care if it was the other one? Yeah, my dad wouldn't care. So. Oh, uh, I guess you're right. Why? Why would? Yeah. <laughs> my dad doesn't care. He drinks toilet water too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, I'm with yeah, you. Of, with all his faults, I will say I've never seen the man drink out of the toilet. So. Dude, dude, your family's like an untrained dog. <laughs> so, anywho. So, so yeah, after Madonna yeah. gets done drinking out of the urinal, we're, we're back with um, Gary at his party. And he's Gary's talking to... Um, Rosanna Arquette, whose character name I thought at first was Rebecca, but it's actually Roberta. And I don't I don't know. In this whole party atmosphere, I didn't quite pick up on the relationship. She is Gary's wife, but I must have missed something because I couldn't tell if like he was her dad or her boss because he treats her kind of like a servant. But I guess that was the point that, you know, he's not treating his wife right. But they're also like Rosanna Arquette looks very like young compared to Gary, so that's why I was like, "Is this her her dad?" He's acting like real handsy to be her dad, but no, 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 they're they're husband and wife. Um, next we we why go back. Both? We're going back and forth real fast. We're we're back to Madonna. She's getting into a club, right. um, yeah. and there's a magician Dancing. and an assistant. Ooh. Not that club. It's a really like a dive bar place. Um, there's a magician with an assistant and the magician is throwing rings and the assistant catches almost all of them, uh, but drops quite a lot of them. And it turns out that's Madonna's friend who's having trouble keeping this job because they don't want her to wear glasses on stage. That's why she drops all the the rings. Um, and Madonna kind of keeps drifting through the city, eating cheese doodles. That's like a running thing for her in this movie. She eats a lot of cheese doodles. 
Are they actually cheese doodles, like the Wise brand, or like total product placement cheese doodles? Nineteen eighty four cheese doodles that she's chowing Sweet. down on, and at least two scenes Sweet. prominently displayed. This movie brought to you by cheese doodles. Yeah, well, the the second time is she's actually lounging by a pool in a see through bra, so like the cheese doodles are right there next to nipple, so they really wanted you to like connect to cheese doodles and buy cheese doodles. Did, did you guys ever watch Mac and Me? No, is that the another uh, Cheese movie? Doodles movie? It was, it was the E.T. ripoff. Oh, I know. I, I think I saw it when I was like nine, but I don't remember yeah. now. And basically McDonald's paid for this movie to get made so they could just do product placement. Them and Coke. So the alien, instead of like the Reese's Pieces, just drank Coke for his fuel and ate fucking water fucking Big Macs. <laughs> ate Whoppers? Whoops. Ate Whoppers. <laughs> and, and there's like a big part, like a scene in the movie, like where they're all at a McDonald's and just everybody's breakdancing inside and the alien's like pretending to be a human. It's fucking terrible, but it's great. <laughs> well, that'll be a special episode while I watch Mac and me. Um, so Madonna sees a newspaper and um, it turns out that the guy who was asleep in the hotel room was a mobster. And Uh-oh. after she left, someone threw him out the window. So now she's a mystery woman wanted for questioning about this. Um, next, uh, Rosanna goes. He paid two Nigerian guys to do it for him as a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Rosanna goes looking because um, she's bored. She sees another ad for, you know, Jim and Susan. She sees it again. So she decides she wants to go see Jim and Susan or Madonna meet up. Um, so she spies on them through a, they meet at the, like the river or coast, whatever. Um, and she spies on them through a, a, one of those 25 cent telescopes. And, to reiterate, Madonna and Jim look like 80s trash. I actually wrote it down again in my notes. <laughs> um, Madonna shows Jim the uh, the paper, um, which, funnily enough, the one of the back headlines to the paper was Tomcat Turns Tiger, Malls, Man, and Dog. So, I didn't know I could right. do that. I was, yeah. yeah, I was, that's, we, uh, for those who don't know, with Tomcat, it was also a na- nickname we've given Angus in the past. So it's, it's fun oh. seeing his nickname turn up as a person mauling a man and a dog. Hell yeah. um, so Jim is kind of like, ah, oh, well, we're going to figure this out. He drives away listening to Iggy Pop and Madonna goes drifting around the city again. And Rosanna's following her and she, no, New York drifting. And, Part of her following her, one of the places she chooses to hide is behind a big, fat, fat man. Like, this is the kind of, like, guy who, like, you don't see this kind of fat in a Hollywood movie. He's not quite trauma fat, but in between the fattest person you might see in Hollywood and um, Joe Fleshacre. I was going to say, I like that trauma fat is just the one guy who's dead. <laughs> There's other trauma fat, well, but yeah, he's like... Well, now they got Zach Amico, who's the fat guy. So, oh, trauma yeah. has a new fat guy. Yeah, he's like writing all the movies and stuff now. Like, he wrote the 
last two, um, Return of Newcomb High, which I'm actually going to see Volume 2 tomorrow, live with Lloyd Kaufman. Oh, you're plugging other people's events. You're so excited. Hell yeah. <laughs> that happened a week after this comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll well, see you guys there. So all of our listeners who um, are capable of time travel, uh, be sure to go check out Class of Newcomb High 2 live with Lloyd Kaufman <laughs> in Dallas, Texas next week, last week. It's I got to find my place in my notes after that one. <laughs> I'll be, you know, maybe next year I'll time travel and I'll go see it too. Um, so Madonna goes into this shop, which, in fact, I forget the name because I didn't write it down. Uh, this shop actually existed in New York for decades. It was this kind of like bohemian boutique shop until it finally went out of business because rent tripled in the early 2000s. So Madonna rent tries stealing shoes. <laughs> yeah, tripling the rent in 20 years. Um, Madonna tries stealing shoes, and the guy's like, no. And so then she trades her jacket, and she has this jacket with like a pyramid on the back. Uh, she says that Jimi Hendrix wore it. And because Rosanna is, you know, being a creeper after Madonna leaves, Rosanna comes in and buys that jacket and, um, puts it on. And when she goes home, you know, Gary sees it and she tells him, Oh yeah, I got it at this, you know, the shop. And he's like, you bought a used jacket. What are we poor? And just, that's just the kind of guy Gary is. Gary's my kind of guy. And if you remember earlier, Madonna left all her all her stuff in a bus locker. Um, She also left the key to that locker in the jacket that uh, Rosanna now has. And um, there's also one of those Instagram pictures, the Instagram Polaroids in the jacket, which Rosanna bathes with. (laughs) In the bath. Yeah, she gets in a bath just staring and holding on to the picture. She doesn't rub herself, probably because Rosanna Arquette can't rub herself like Madonna can. Um, but, yeah, she bathes with a picture of Madonna. It's like they tried for, like, three days to get her to rub herself, and she just wouldn't. <laughs> the director is just, just like, gave no, up, no, like, no, no, Rosanna. <laughs> it's like they bring in Madonna. Up. Like they like, brought in porn stars just to show her how. No, they brought in Madonna. Like, ah! Madonna was there. Like, look at Madonna. <laughs> rub yourself like Madonna. And Rosanna's just like, that's, maybe that's why she had the picture in that scene, too. It was like extra oomph, maybe like, and then it just it didn't work. Uh, it didn't work. So now Rosanna places an ad trying to, you know, basically tell Susan, I have your key, right? But Jim freaks out because he's like, well, well who's sending... Uh, Madonna keys now, or keys, messages. So now he thinks there's another guy playing their cute little game uh, that him and Madonna have been playing. This so, motherfucker so would have flipped out during MySpace days. Right? <laughs> Jealous asshole. So Who is in your top eight? Who is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he is that guy. <laughs> Why are they in your top eight? I don't know them. I never met them. So, so Jim's got a gig to go to. He's going to be out of town. So he sends a, a friend of his to go spy on this meeting that's supposed to be arranged. Um, he sends his friend Dax, played by Dax Shepard. Yes. And, um, 
<laughs> fucking eight-year-old Dax Shepard. Yeah. Yeah. So Dax Shepard actually does. Um, Jim tells he'll, tells not Dax, Des. Des that he's going to know, because he's never met Madonna before, but he'll know Madonna by that jacket she always wears that she's now, you know, sold away, and now Rosanna's wearing that jacket. Uh-oh. This movie's getting um, heavy. Madonna knows that that key is there, so she's rushing to this meeting, and in her rush, she stiffs a cabbie. And uh, what a rush. She ends up getting arrested because the cabbie comes after her, and she doesn't have money. She puts up a fuss, and the cops just arrest her. And um, so now Rosanna, you know, is just left in the wind, and she gets started following, followed by some guy um, who offers her candy. <laughs> <laughs> and um it turns out he's connected madonna to uh that dead mobster and this guy is played by will Patton. um if i don't know if you guys if that name's familiar to you but his face i would know be, bill Patton. no will Patton. his face I, would be really familiar to you he's been in a lot of stuff the thing i most recently saw him in he was the sheriff in the new halloween oh, but, oh okay yeah yeah he has a he's a Got a long career of just kind of popping up in roles like that. Um, He was in Armageddon, like lots of stuff. Uh, So you, like I said, you know his face, just not his name. And so he's this mobster, you know, out for we don't know why he's there yet. Um, So didn't they throw a dude out of a window? Like, well, Madonna didn't do that. Someone else threw this guy out the window. So you know, you might assume that Will Patton threw him out the window. Um, so Des shows up on a moped you know happens when you assume trying to get Rosanna's attention thinking that Rosanna is Madonna R spins around and hits her head hard on a lamppost and when she comes to because Des is there like Susan 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 or you know Madonna um, he doesn't say Madonna because the character's name is Susan now she thinks that she is Susan and oh. she she ends up going around with Des, and they they wander around New York, going places, trying to jog her memory of being Susan. Um, we get to Des's place, and Des is cool because one. You know what I'm? Hold on. You know what I'm imagining Des looks like? Is Des hmm. from Coal Chamber? I don't know what Des from Coal Chamber. <laughs> that's the lead singer. Like. Okay, so like, like full just... makeup and everything. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm picturing now is him. <laughs> This movie would be so much better if all the members of Cold Chamber went in it, just dressed as their characters. But they played everything straight. The just, yeah, just imagine Des bases. collectively as Cold Chamber. So, Cold Chamber's apartment, one wall is dedicated to a huge painting of Jackie Chan. That's that makes awesome. complete sense. Yeah. And um, Cold Chamber. This is, goes on through the whole movie where he just puts his hands in his pockets and stoops over a lot. Uh, it just it, it's just weird because you you know you don't often see characters just with horrible bad posture and their hands in their pockets and this he just he does it all. Angina. Movie a lot of people in the eighties had angina, so that's what it was. Heart pain, chest pain. Heart pain, yeah. So you he's just doubling it. over from like acid reflux. No, they his, couldn't get their his stomach's like tums? a coal chamber. and um so so now gary 
now we cut with Gary and, uh, you know, Gary's now onto the fact that his wife is missing. Um, oh, no. And he's, he's got a sister there and they're kind of going over and the sister's kind of like, well, did, you know, did, did she get bored and leave you? And Gary's like, no, Again. no, no. And then his sister's like, well, did she have orgasms? And, uh, <laughs> Gary gets really upset. It's like, what, what is it with you and these orgasms? And he says, did Phil Donahue do a show on orgasms? Uh, so they had a really, <laughs> really funny conversation there. And um, so now Des and um, Rosanna are still going around trying to jog the memory. Um, but uh, so now, is Des like being polite to her, or is he like have her by the elbow? Yeah, because like, his buddy, her? his buddy Jim, kind of just told her, "Hey, you know, look out for her." And um, so because they're she's trash and they're trash and they're all trash. There's also this element of like, is she playing a game? You know what I mean? Because they think she's actually oh. this character and she's known to be just you know weird and take advantage of people so he's kind of like is she playing a game or is there something actually wrong with her so he's trying to like figure her out and so he's he is being nice to her on the behalf of his buddy but he's also being careful with her now um gary and madonna both find their way back to the jacket store because it's the only you know way they can think of to reconnect with the locker key and rosanna um and so they they start hanging out in their their search and um, Will Patton's now following Rosanna, and she ends up on her own away from Des. Um, she starts working as the new magician's assistant, um, and so she's being followed by down an alley by Will Patton. So she just ducks in somewhere, and she tells this guy who kind of talks like Luigi. Um, <laughs> his name's Enrique, but he talks like Luigi. Enrique, uh, she tells him like, "Oh, this guy is." <laughs> is following me and then he's like oh i'll go out there and take care of him she sits and uh, waits at the guy's desks and he's watching tv and uh gary's ad is there in spanish with <laughs> but it's not it starts in spanish but then i realized it wasn't spanish it was just gary with the same ad in english with a spanish accent that's pretty cool. So he's like, hi, I'm Gary, Gary and I sell hot tubs. And he'd make him, hello, I'm Gary, and I sell you hot tubs. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what is going on? Um, I didn't know Gary Sinise knew Spanish like that. Yeah, right, uh, yeah. No, he was in that show. That Gary show. Sinise speaks Spanish. Show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Gary Sinise was on Telemundo. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 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 It's about that he takes it over. It's Gary Sinise Telemundo week. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Sinise week on Telemundo. It'll get a Sinise vile con Dios. So Will Patton obviously kills the guy, and um, yeah, she runs away from Will Patton, and um, oh. she ends up getting tangled up with the cops who think she's a whore because she's in the wrong part of town <laughs> because she's and, a whore um, they just immediately they jump to like oh you're a woman here you're a whore we're taking you in sometimes sense. profiling is correct i have to admit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not always bad or wrong you're just, you're just a woman in this part of town you're a whore like they have nothing to to book her on they're just like oh you showed up saying you're running from a man you're going to jail lady <laughs> you whore <laughs> he <Harlot>. slut <laughs> prostitute imagine they spit in her hair too <laughs> yes. these cops rule they go like all les miserables on her 
<laughs> they're all Hugh Jackman. I don't. I don't get it. I, I never watched that. Or uh, anyway, anyway, I, in or the midst cultured, of this, sorry. she tries to escape. Theater humor. She tries to escape, <laughs> and uh, she bumps her head, and now she's got her memory back. But now she's arrested. Um, and oh. part of what she was doing when she was like out, she was actually out shopping for the magician gig, and she had birds with her. So there's a little funny line where she gets in the back of the squad car and there's another <laughs> whore there. And the whore is like, hello, how do you use the birds? Uh, and so that was funny. Um, <laughs> That's pretty funny. I didn't get and it. She asked her what, how she uses birds for a whore. They, she, they, ah. Everyone thinks she's a whore. And another whore in the cop car asked her, how do you use the birds? Because she had birds <laughs> with her. Okay. They fly out of her vagina like a magic trick. She didn't but say. I would pay a little extra for that. <laughs> How much extra? Like like fifty bucks. What's bird pussy? <laughs> Imagine like two doves come out like it's John Woo. I'd be like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now it's time for <laughs> sex. That's when you know it's on. You shoot your load in slow motion. <laughs> what if the thing is that she eats the feathers? Oh, that's cool too, man. Like the weirder the better. It's like a real twisted. I'm getting all sweaty again. <laughs> <laughs> You're choking yourself. <laughs> so now Madonna and Gary are back at Gary's house, and they're just kind of they're just kind of wandering around. It's like, oh, we're stuck. Why don't we just go back to my place and get high? Um, yeah, which is what they do. Ooh. But first, like Madonna's going through Rosanna's stuff and like just pulls out her panties and like. Wears them like Angus? She Hell doesn't yeah. wear Rosanna's <laughs> panties, no. But yeah, they, they get high. Um, and Rosanna tries to call. Like her one phone call, she tries to call them. Uh, but they're too high to get what's going on. So they don't like realize it's her and they like giggle her off the phone. And of course, she's upset because now, you know, Gary is clearly with another woman in their house. Oh. She doesn't understand the situation. Yeah. That is sad. Yeah. Um, and then the um, what happens is Des comes in, pays her bail, and later the, the cops kind of realize who she is, that she's Gary's wife. And Gary, you know, he's a wheeler and dealer. He's got this big hot tub business. He's well connected. So the cops try to, you know, they call Gary uh, to come get her, but they call him too late. She's already bailed out. So... Now we, we keep moving forward. It turns out that Will Patton's after the earrings from the beginning of the movie. There's these priceless Egyptian earrings that the mobster had. And then Madonna stole them. Um, Jim comes back and he meets up with Des and, you know, quickly realizes that Rosanna is not Madonna. And they're all converging back on that dive bar where the magician is there. Um, and so like, they're all like kind of, getting there knowing something's about to happen then john torturo comes out and introduces the magician and a whole bunch of chaos goes up with you know you keep Will saying Patton. magician i keep imagining like a watchman character and I, don't even, <laughs> I don't know if there is a magician <laughs> there, or not in that there is not you know what's hilarious oh, in my... i'm wearing a watchman uh, shirt right now is the magician oh, weird. On it? No. is it mike's <laughs> It's Mike's <laughs> No, I don't. I don't own one. I only own the collector's edition. I don't own any merchandise. Anyway, Will Patton catches up with gets Madonna, the actual Madonna, um, and, and backstage with a gun. So you know he he's caught her now, oh. 
And um, Gary catches up with Rosanna and with a conversation he had with his sister, he, he tells her, like, are you a prostitute, a lesbian? Leslie, you know, my sister, <laughs> told me a lot of prostitutes are lesbians. And Rosanna says, I'm not a prostitute or a lesbian. And then Rosanna leaves Gary. And um, Madonna runs, gets away from Will Patton and actually just dives back into a dressing room window. And Rosanna hits him really hard with a, um, a bottle. And, you know, Will Patton gets caught. And Rosanna and Madonna are hailed as heroes for returning these Egyptian earrings. Um, and then they dike out. Well, yeah, Madonna and no, Madonna and Jim have their thing still going, and of oh. course, Rosanna and Dez have a little bit of a romance. There's nothing now between Madonna oh, and Rosanna. They didn't no, have anything no to build upon. They they barely know each other. You know, they didn't meet they until the last scissor. five minutes. That's true. Yeah. So that's yeah. desperately seeking Susan. That's pretty good. I had a good time. <laughs> I don't think I ever want to watch the movie, but that was a good time. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. All right, Michael, you watched a movie with Madonna in it, yeah, I think. I did. So, although I almost didn't. So, I watched Swe- <laughs> I watched Swept Away, and when it started with flute elevator music and some Italian Guido writing everywhere. You turned it off uh, after let- three minutes? <laughs> l- let me tell you, I quickly Googled to see if I had just spent four ninety nine renting a movie in HD that, in fact, may not have fucking Madonna in it. Uh, do you actually and, uh, bought it? And yes, rent? in fact, yeah, I did. I did rent. Like not only did I library, rent it, bro. No, that's not worth my four ninety nine. My four ninety nine is way worth not going to the library. Honestly, I wouldn't go to the library either. Yeah, like that. Way that's easier. That's more ridiculous to me. I'm supporting my Amazonian, uh, my Amazonian economy. You know, <laughs> Amazonian. Um, <laughs> they really that mom and pop Amazon.com really needs that five bucks. <laughs> uh, however, the problem here was in fact that uh, this was not a Madonna film. This was uh, this was the original movie, uh, so I fucked oh, up and no. I had to I had to rent another movie for four ninety nine. You jackass! <laughs> you spent ten dollars on you shit you didn't us. want. No, I almost decided it'd be fun just to watch the original, but then I was like, no, I can't do that. I got to watch Madonna. <laughs> uh. Um, so I started over the the uh, the actual Madonna movie starts with whistling, not uh, uh not up. whatever the fuck I said. The other thing started with. Did you watch the other one at all? No, I watched the first like five minutes of it, and I was like, this seems wrong. But you didn't even <laughs> go back after renting it. Don't you have it for like forty eight st- hours? Well, I still I was gonna say I still have another day, so I might I might watch. You gotta it, do it. Yeah, was, you gotta yeah. do it. Just bring some of your it. thoughts to the next episode. Like compare. I, and compare I would like to hear and... that. Yeah. All right, that's, that's like a good point. All right, I'll, just, I'll go ahead and do that. Just take notes. It's like um, five minutes. Not even. <laughs> All right, so I'll do that. Plus, uh, this one is directed by Guy Ritchie, so I thought yeah. this would probably be cooler, yeah. cooler than some 70s trash. When they were together. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're not together um, anymore? So anyway, I don't think so. I think they got divorced. It's right? Madonna. They can't, Nobody's with Madonna for that long. Yeah. This is like 20 <laughs> years. Nobody has Madonna. She's enigmatic or something. Yeah. She's um, a material girl. Systematic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, the film starts with, uh, the real film starts with uh, a bunch of rich people, like montages about like them and jets and eating caviar and while Madonna so music video? stuff like that. 
Eh, not really. It's just kind of them in in movie like being rich. Um, then then the rich people go on a boat and they go swimming through the Mediterranean from like Greece to Italy. Hmm. Um, and they're miserable. Only like rich white people can be. They fucking suck. They, they, everyone in this fucking film sucks, especially during the first half, like a lot. <laughs> At least um, they're not cunts. Yeah, oh, they are. Oh. You you give me two sentences, I'll tell you. The rich cunt cunts, right now. wet cunts. <laughs> I was actually said uh, next. She uh, she looks like Hillary Clinton if she were a professional wrestling manager. She looks like um, someone that's what, that's pudding. Some, that's what? What did you say? I said Madonna looks like if Hillary Clinton were a professional wrestling oh. manager. Oh, <laughs> what did not you like pudding? Pudding? I, <laughs> yeah, I for some reason I thought you said Madonna looks like pudding. If it was a professional <laughs> wrestling manager. Dude, that's a weird fucking interpretation right. of wrestling manager. I like, Mad- Madonna looks like Puddin is weird enough, but then Puddin as a professional wrestling manager? I, don't, I, I couldn't follow that comparison, but obviously because um, that wasn't what you said. Also, um, I don't know how Madonna looked in your guys' movies, but I couldn't Hot. handle how fucking jacked madonna was in my movie she looked way better than all the dudes except for uh when was your movie made juice 2002 2002 she definitely took steroids including testosterone for the filming of this movie well yeah she or maybe guy Ritchie just fucked so much man into her that she just got testosterone secondhand you never know like his cum Um, just makes muscles big yeah, he got jacked from fucking semen testosterone fluid. Dude, I would drink so much cum if it had that possibility to make me strong. <laughs> I'd be yeah, mixing it into my water before a workout. <laughs> I, got a little, I got a little flab. I think that could tone up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back, though, because you said... Yeah. That Madonna is way hotter than all the guys in the movie, as if you went into a Madonna movie thinking that these guys, or at least one of them, might be hotter than a sex icon. Uh, hang on, we're getting to that point where there is, in fact, a hotter man in oh. this movie than Madonna. <laughs> is it Noah oh, yeah. By far. <laughs> even more, even more. Even more. There's oh, no yeah, such thing. Lawrence like Fishburne. Your tongue, young man. <laughs> <laughs> um... So anyway, they do like a bunch of rich people things on a boat. Uh, she starts talking about like they start talking about like capitalism and socialism, and she says something that like about blind people baking cakes, and that's her defense of capitalism because you know she's so vapid. Uh, and then her her husband's best friend doesn't think it's a great solution, so fuck him. Um, and she also calls the uh, the uh, the fisherman on the boat. His name is like. Giuseppe or something like that. She keeps calling him Pee-Pee, and it almost makes him <laughs> makes me smile. So she's just like, "Come here, Pee-Pee. I need a towel, Pee-Pee. I need some cold water, Pee-Pee." And it's <laughs> pretty some funny. Cold water, Pee-Pee. <laughs> that sounds um, like your grandpa. Then, so, <laughs> <laughs> so my grandpa isn't a beautiful Jack Greek fisherman, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, and she also calls him Guido like it's nothing. So she goes, she she calls him PP and Guido like on and off, back and forth, uh, instead of Giuseppe, which is I think a cool name. Um, the coolest part of the early part of this movie is like this really fat guy and this really small guy that worked. The Did kitchen. both of our movies have really it, fat guys? Like, yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. This guy's maybe fucking that was huge. That request of Madonna. 
You get a really fat guy in there. Yeah, fat bottom boys. You make Madonna's <laughs> rock and roll go round. Honestly, um, so. as a fat guy, I kind of like that she does that. She's keeping us working. <laughs> Good Just for Madonna. Keep her going. Yeah. Um, so these guys don't really do anything cool or, in fact, really say anything cool. But one's really fat and one's really short. And that's kind of funny so far. <laughs> Um, and I checked the I checked Mike's the time. Like the king of I, body shaming, like it's really funny. He doesn't actually do anything, but he's fat, so that 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 made me laugh. Well, no, it was the uh, juxtaposition between the fat and the short guy. You know, it's funny. It wasn't funny that he was just fat. It was funny that he had a short friend. Like, ha ha, funny. What kind of funny? <laughs> funny, funny like a I fat guess. guy. <laughs> Um, so then, like, Pee-Pee and Hulk out Madonna make eyes at each other for a while for some reason, and we get a more another montage of rich, boring, unfunny white people things happening, like they're taking pictures and eating food and stuff. That's basically <laughs> been the movie so far. Uh, there is one attractive woman here, uh, except she doesn't take her clothes off or anything, so that's unimportant, and she'll never be mentioned again. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, at one... At, at, <laughs> She doesn't take her clothes off, so I'm not talking about her again. I want Mike <laughs> to do important. special episodes of this, just Mike's sexist movie reviews. <laughs> <He's right. laughs> this instead movie's of, sexist, not instead me. Instead of a, a best of this uh, year, let's just do a, like a Mike's hate speech episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, she doesn't get any. Point, she doesn't get naked, so I'm not gonna talk about her again. Fucking bitch. <laughs> Should have gotten naked. This is a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, right? So uh, at one point, uh, Madonna calls uh, calls PP Nature Boy. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, I, and yes! And, and this is when I start praying that she starts like blading and chopping him on the chest over and over. And like, Woo! like the whole time. Dude, there's, uh, a, there's a fucking fork in his head. <laughs> that's why that, she's so yes, rich. That's... She got into WWE. <laughs> Unfortunately, none of this cool shit happens at all. Kiss stealing son the, uh, of a gun. Movie starring a wrestler, not The Rock. It's like my movie stars Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a good time to bring up that Roger Ebert gave this one star and said it's further proof Madonna can't act. No, she um, can't. Also, also, Rotten Tomatoes has this at 5% with an average rating of 2.8 out of 10. So uh, I should have read that before. Watching Save this, this for film. your selling points, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the selling points are oddly enough coming up. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, usually they come yeah, up after you yeah. do the movie, All right. you dumb shit. Well, no, it may be. I'm like sorry. That. I didn't mean it, buddy. I love hard. you. You went hard. No, all right. we, we've we've uh, all had an apology so far, except Mike, who apologized profusely last episode for lying. So I guess we're all square. Uh, I never apologized for something I didn't do, and nor will I ever going forward. So, anyway, as you can imagine, by the name of this film, Pee and Madonna get <laughs> That's swept the name of away. the film. Pee <laughs> <laughs> Pee and Madonna. That's actually a leak. That's not a. That was an internet <laughs> leak, you. not not a theatrically released <laughs> film. So anyway, they get swept away in a small dinghy boat. Is that what it's called? A dinghy. A dinghy. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's where uh, this is. This is the time Pee Pee takes his shirt off, and he, this <laughs> is where he becomes dinghy. very handsome. <laughs> Pee Pee dinghy. I like that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> At one point, they start wrestling over the flare gun, and they lose the Woo! flare gun. And then <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, then there's some lightning, and they find an island. And they pedal to the island. They um, puddle. Pedal. 
Pedal. Like Madonna calls it pedaling for some reason. Oh. So they pedal to the island. See, you might have said that. Um, that. Okay. I did after, you know, you said it. It worked out perfectly for me. So sure. thank you. Uh, the, uh, the island is pretty cool, but now Madonna is on it. And is it, it La sucks. Isla Bonita? Um, not at all. It's just some island. Uh, she does lick a rock at one point because she wants to get water, which is really hot, but only mostly because I closed my eyes and imagined someone hotter doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that. Um, after a while, Pee gets lobster and water and takes all his clothes off and, and smacks Madonna around and makes her call him master. And in order to eat, she has, and in order to eat, she has to say, thank you, Master Pepe, for the privilege of washing your clothes. Cause she, he makes her wash his clothes at one point. So this film, like almost over, like within a second, got like a million times better. Pee Pee um, rules, dude. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Also, he makes her wait for him to eat because he is a man. And so, like, he smacks her and be like, no, you wait for me. I am the man. Um, wow. Dude, I wish Pee Pee, like, taught a class on, like, how to treat women. Yeah, at, at this rules. point, I actually I actually write that I'm not making this up going forward. This is actually just what happened in the movie. Uh, so he slaps her a second time for having the audacity of thinking she could sleep in his little hut. Because he made a little hut for himself. And so he, he smacked her and he's like, you sleep outside. And she does. Um... <laughs> This is actually turning aggressively sexual and giving me the willies when Pepe kicks her like a a dog and make giving me the willies, not a willy. I was gonna say you should have a willy, dude. (laughs) I do have a willy. What happens to it throughout this is different. Um, he kicks her like a dog and makes her kiss his hand again while calling him master while she cries. Is he still naked? He starts at. I'm still naked currently. Yeah, I, I meant is Poopoo still naked? Oh, oh no! Poo-poo. He he eventually he, no. He got his clothes back that were washed by Madonna. Oh. And he's wearing clothes again. Okay, not his shirt though. Just his clothes. this guy yeah. just naked and Madonna's still clothed. <laughs> I'm imagining he ask, he's wearing that uh-huh. big robe that Ric Flair wears. Oh <laughs> my like god! That would, have made, that would have made the movie. Hell yeah! Like that's what he's walking around this island with. <laughs> Uh, he starts being kind of unreasonable at this point. Kind of unreasonable. He kicked her like a dog. He starts asking for fruit juice, and it's like he's like, "We're on an island. There's no fruit juice," and so he kicks her again until she looks like a child. Um, then he makes her sing and dance for him. Um, after a while, he's satisfied and stops abusing her, abusing her for a bit, and we get a Madonna dream sequence. Dude, I hope this like song is like it's hurting. Ow! <laughs> Kicked in the ribs for the very first time. Um, so the island turns into like a 20s concert, and she's dubbed by a like a largest sounding black woman for some <laughs> we- reason. Which I thought was kind of weird, but that's that's like we get a few minutes of a concert going. A uh, guy Ritchie must have really wanted to beat the fuck out of Madonna or something because it's a fucking not film this. Um, uh, later, after the dream sequence, Pepe wanted to see her tits, and she kicked him in the balls and ran away. And then they ch- they chased each other around like it's fifth grade. And at one point, she yells, "Get off, you monster!" Which I think sends the wrong message. You know, get off, you monster, because. And because then he rapes her. That's uh, that's, Jesus where, that's where the film went oh next. I so really the, thought so we were going to go her. one episode without it. Right? Nope. This I, went I to rape. Like... Yeah. Yep. So, but but it gets worse a little bit. 
So <laughs> Madonna, in the in the in the middle of the rape, Madonna says yes, and she starts getting all excited about you know the sex that's happening. Oh. But then in the middle of this rape sex, Pepe says no and insists that he wants her to fall madly in love with him and that he will be her god. And he leaves her and she cries so, because she just said yes to sex mid-rape and it was turned down. PP got turned off when she said yeah. Maybe. No, he really he wanted I, to. He, he, he was psychologically uh, messing with her Shaking my head so hard at this movie. SMH. Yeah, so, uh, so then there's this really like weird scene where like everyone's confused and like even Pepe's Everyone. in this little hut going like, like, what the fuck is happening to me right now? What have I become? And I don't think Pepe's a rapist, you know. I think he's just kind but of. But he is because he raped time. her. Yeah, but he was a. She, she was a. I. I, it's I circumstance. Over the part, <laughs> I skipped over the part where he. She was a cunt for like an hour of this movie to him, and calling him peep. I didn't. I didn't. So, so, anyway, so she was rude. Being a cunt she doesn't for deserve an hour to be raped. <laughs> but I'm just saying she was rude to him. That's all I'm saying. Well, it went to his head a little. Oh, They're on an oh, island. Right. He's he's dehydrated. Anyway. So um, basically, you're saying women watch out because if you're the least bit rude to me, that's justifiable. <laughs> I mean, according to this guy, Pepe, I'm not Pepe. I don't know what's in this guy's mind. I'm just saying, dude. Do you know how many girls I would have had to have raped for making fun of my name? <laughs> what's wrong with your name? There's the easy ones. Like you know what? what? In a way, it's kind of good that in this movie this happened because otherwise Mike would be like confused. He'd be like, "I don't know why you didn't rape her." <laughs> Stuck alone on an island I was, with her. I was trying to find a way to to joke into that, but I, I was lost. So I'm glad you just brought it up. That was good. Um, oh, so uh, about an hour after uh, Pepe is like, I don't know what's going on, and uh, and Madonna crying. Like an hour later, Madonna comes in. <clears throat> and starts kissing his naked feet, just like, mwah, 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 like all up his. How his do you stuff feel like about that? that? Um, I mean, if it wasn't for that rape thing prior to, I thought it'd be cool. The rape really kind of took the whole movie down a peg, you know. But but you can watch a Anywho. dude's feet get kissed, and that's cool too. I mean, it was a, it was like an hour and a half into this movie. It was a cool scene. Okay, I'm just asking. Um, I don't know how it works. I'm just. Oh asking no, not at all. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't have any. This? No, not at all. No. It's like a zero out of ten, possibly a negative, but it worked pretty well in this movie, although not as well if it had become you know before the rape. So anyway, uh, she does that, BR. and then they make love on the they make love on the beach to like violin music, which actually comes in, it becomes important. The violin comes uh, uh, becomes important later on in the movie, or later on in my horizon. Because he shift, beats her with it. <laughs> no, there's no more beating. The beating is over, thankfully. Is this supposed to be a um, romance? Yes. That's fucking yes. sick. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually coming up. So after a few days or weeks or something like that, Madonna sees a boat and hides from it because she has Stockholm syndrome, I assume. <laughs> um, <laughs> then they then they get then they get drunk and play charades and fuck again. They, how do they and get he drunk? Gets, uh he finds like a little bottle of rum and they start like drinking it. Oh, okay. Um yeah. Um then they get rescued like the next day after playing charades. Um, um, please, is, that, is that right? Hang on. Please tell me that's right the end. Oh, that is right. Yeah. Oh, it's close to the end. Um, they played uh, first, I don't know where this happened. Oh, yeah. Like when they're getting rescued, like Madonna throws eggs at him and like Fade Into You by Maisie Star plays, which is great because it's one of my favorite like sappy 90s songs. So hearing it just randomly, it made me really happy. 
Um, anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, they get rescued and like some sappy shit happens and they play coy with each other for a while and write letters and shit like that. But the husband finds one of the letters and they both think that the other changed their minds about each other because like, you know, they, they were talking about how they in, in love they were and stuff like that. And then, uh, and yeah, that's it. That's the end. Everyone cries at the end because they think that the other ones didn't want them, even though they were both in love with each other. The end. Whew. <laughs> rape really took the edge of this movie off. We were having a good time till the rape. I mean, it was like we were loving it until that. Like it just took a dark turn. Yeah. Well, the... I think no. I think what took the dark turn was uh, him stopping it midway. I think and then the whole after mid, she started the, wanting her it, her midway wanting it was like, nah, yeah. that's not. That's really not right. And then like that. Well, no, because it's a romance movie. And then that making him go away from it made it like doubly worse. So those two were like a one-two of like we're done because this is just <laughs> way too out there. Was it very like explicit, like in the way it was shot? Oh yeah, he took off her panties, and I was like, "Oh shit, I see her bush." And then, oh, and then he was raping her, and then she was like, "Yeah, this feels pretty good, guy." And then he was like, guy. "No, no, I will be. You will fall in love with me," which she did. But and uh, and yeah, was she with Guy Ritchie at the time, like of this? Like, were they together? Yeah, they're married at this point. So, Dude, what is up with these directors that have, like, this cuckold fetish right? with their wives? Yeah. Like, Judd Apatow yeah. does it in every movie. Yep. It's so it's fucking, fucking weird. weird. Maybe that, maybe that's what it is. They just, like, well, you know, they have all this power. They don't, you know. Dude, that's why, I like, Paul, that's why I like Paul W.S. Anderson. He just makes his wife go into, like, tiny rooms and jump over and lasers jump through and kick lasers men's and asses. Hallways, yeah. yeah. Fucking kill he, zombies He occasionally shit, yeah. get, has her, like, get beat up, but, like, you know. But not, like... As like an action Get, star would not, yeah, you know. not like fall in love with a rapist, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have that kind of stuff happen, and that's why he's the greatest director of our time. He knows how to treat his wife, make her look cool. He's a good man, not just have her. Just he's a great man, beaten up and raped. He is the man. Yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> not the nature man. <laughs> the nature man. The nature man. You <laughs> gotta grow up someday. <laughs> Dude, he's Ric Flair's father. That was fucking great. Whoa. Whoa. Voice dropped a little. Oh, I'm ready for. I heard. I heard, for, I heard, I heard. <coughs> someone said something? Okay, I'm ready for Angus Ring. Oh, my God. <laughs> Angus, just fucking go. Yeah. I'm ready for Angus. Oh, is somebody talking? Okay. So you so watched the my... movie, Angus. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Can I? Can I go? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me when to you, go. Baby. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Boom, boom. So my movie is called. Yeah. Fuck you. My movie is called Innocence Lost. Ooh. Okay. And I. Well, oh fuck! I made my oh, no. audacity big. So the the way I picked this movie was I don't want to buy any of my shit or anything like that. So I just went on YouTube, and the funny thing is most Madonna movies on there, like they have them, but it would have been weird because they were all dubbed in Hindi. Oh. <laughs> 
So I was like, I cannot possibly do another movie that I don't understand. <coughs> as funny Fair. as it would have been. But right. I, I didn't do that. I found a movie. Uh, Innocence Lost. Can, right. I, um, can I jump in before you go? Now that I know yes. your movie. I'm kind of surprised. I thought one of you would pick a, a movie called A Certain Sacrifice. I don't know if either of you came across this as you were looking for... Um, no, I did not. Okay, so it's actually her first movie. They filmed it in 1979, but it didn't come out until 85 after Desperately Seeking Susan. Um, but if you look it up, it's basically about her getting into like a sex cult with like satanic sacrifices and stuff. It sounds like a a really low-rent indie version of the Giallo movie that Mike had watched, All the Colors of the Dark, with mm-hmm. like just trippiness and people getting involved in a sex cult and killings and things like that. So I, I really thought one of you was going to land there. But yeah, the description says a young Trangian finds her rapist. So yeah, if I had known, I would have definitely picked it. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly did no research for this. I didn't even like look at the IMDb or anything. Oh. I just looked for Madonna's movies. Apparently she a lower Banada plays a lower east side resident who lives with three love slaves, one male, one female, one transgendered. Hell yeah. Ahead of their um, time. Fuck. And yeah. she ends up telling them she doesn't need them anymore. They attack her sexually, um, causing controversy because Madonna's topless. And yeah. Later. Why is, that, why is that the controversial part? She's raped again in a bathroom at a coffee shop. And then she gets her love slaves to abduct the rapist. They dress up as hookers and lure, lure him into a limo. They lead him to a theater where a satanic sacrifice is performed. Um, and then one of her friends later wipes the guy's blood all over her. And that's what Wikipedia says the movie is. Oh, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Like anyway, it. so sorry to interrupt your movie. I just wanted, I didn't yeah, want to no, let no, that, that was, tidbit go. <laughs> that was fun. I enjoyed that. All right, so my movie, we begin in the big city, and we have yeah. Madonna. Well, wait, when, did, when was yours from? Uh, 1994. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So all ours are like kind of 10 years apart. 84, 94, and then what, 99? 2002? 2002. So basically yeah. 10, almost 10 years apart, each of them. That's cool. It is. That is cool. All right, so Madonna, she's hanging out backstage, and she's all sad and shit, and... Oh. Yanni comes in Yanni? to help her. Yanni. Straight out of Yanni. Straight out of Yanni. Oh my god. <laughs> Crazy he puts motherfucking on name. Such Yanni. a good show. Was he gonna get her to jazzercise? What, what? Yanni What's doesn't jazzercise. Yanni is the um the the concert dude. No, I know who he is. Just, what's he doing? <laughs> he there? doesn't jazzercise. He's, He's here to help her, man. Like he he coaches he her. Jazzercise. Right. Like if if you were depressed and Yanni came into the room to talk to you, would you not get happier? I mean, if I was a woman, I don't know, because, you know, like, he got in trouble, because he lived around here for for a minute out in Manalapan, and uh, he was in the news for beating his wife. Yeah, but not other wives. Yeah. (laughs) I'd just be scared if he had my ring. (laughs) Like, other than that, no, this man is cool as shit. All right. Help me out, Yanni. All right. Well, fuck, man. You just gave me a bad feeling about Yanni. I love Yanni. Bad taste over Yanni in your mouth. No, I still, I love Yanni. Who knows? I don't have any taste for Yanni. Dude, we, well, am, he, and, we watched you know, that concert. Yeah, we watched a Yanni it concert together. Ruled. And it was one of the best concerts we ever watched. 
I, was I there? You yeah, were there, dude. It was in your room. Yeah. Oh, cool. We were, we're drinking like Blue Moon's Farm on ice. <laughs> dude, I've been trying to convince people that Yanni rocks live like so hard and nobody believes me. Right? Why? Why? Like, just fucking watch it, dude. This. Dude kicks ass. You know what? There's so much more on YouTube now. You can go watch like a five minute clip of him live and you'll be sold on watching a whole concert. Absolutely. Like he's running around stage. He's beating up the women. He don't give a he's fuck. Zip lines. <laughs> <laughs> he's ziplining in the women like with his fist. He's got giant <laughs> Frankenstein that come out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got Madonna, and now she's, like, telling her whole childhood. Uh, her mother's dead. She has, like, a strict Catholic father who looks like Tommy Lee Jones. So I'm only going to refer to him as Tommy Lee Jones from now on. Yeah. She's telling her uh, whole life cool. to Yanni? Yeah. Okay. Well, Yanni's there to listen, man. Yanni is a fucking Yanni's ear. Yanni's there to listen. That, that Oh, man, that'd be, like, a great call-in radio show. Yanni's here Holy to listen. shit. <laughs> Dude, we have to write him for this idea. Dude, it could be the second podcast on our network. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yanni's here to if listen. Imagine if Yanni was number two on our network to us. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fucking James's mom would finally have a show to call into. <laughs> hey, Patty. Hi. <laughs> we love you. Uh, so, yeah, um, Tommy Lee Jones, they show her brothers. Her brothers are like a bunch of jealous jerks. Like, they don't like Madonna. Boo. Um, and then, like, her dad... Her dad was, like, good to her until he got remarried, and then he became, like, kind of, like, 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 distant from her, you know? So, she didn't like that. So, she acted out, and the way she did that was she became a giant whore in school. Nice. Like, she even admitted, like, yeah, I fucked everyone, and then it just showed her fucking every, like, dude in school, (laughs) like, in the back of cars and shit. Oh, is this like an autobiography? What are we watching? No, it's just a movie. Body just oh. Like a baby. oh, okay. So she leaves her dad a note and says she's heading to the big city. And like she's just like the little girl lost in the big city. She's like walking around. She has nowhere to go. Uh, she runs into some break dancers and like it's really fun. <laughs> and she's like, yay, break dancers. <laughs> I, did I miss something? No, I just. No, it's just uh, laughing at the break dancers. Thought oh, yeah. of um, breaking. All right, so break dancers, yeah. and then it just starts to get sadder. <clears throat> she runs into like homeless women without like shoes and shit, and then she runs into <laughs> prostitutes who think like she could be one. So then she gets a job at a donut shop, and. She wants to get a scholarship into this dance studio because this is like the ultimate dance studio. The but this is like thirty-five-year-old Madonna now trying to get into a uh, a scholarship into a dance studio. Well, she's she's supposed to be younger. Oh, uh, okay. Um, because it basically goes through her whole life as like this character. I gotcha. Uh, so, <clears throat> well, not whole life because. The time the movie's based in the eighties. Okay. It's not like current time. 
All right. Before the interracial kiss. Yeah. I got you. So she tries to get a scholarship to the studio, and then the lady's like, ooh, you know who I am, and all this, so she gives her a shot. And now we're back at the donut shop, and black people are just watching her dance through the window. Like, <laughs> they never come in to buy donuts, they're just there, like, like cheering her on while she dances while making donuts. Nice. And the fucking the owner of the donut shop is like, hey, you, quit dancing. And then he starts, like, shaking his, like, fucking thing at the black people in the window. <laughs> the shaking guy. his thing at the black yeah. people? You can't yeah, do that in this it. day and age. <laughs> he pulls his Look at this dance, starts... motherfucker. He starts fucking wiggling it. <laughs> Dude, he put the donut around his dick and started shaking it at them. <laughs> oh, oh, no. We, we, um, we had no, a friend no. who ended a party no, no. by doing that. I was going to say, don't say it. That's all we had to say. Okay. <laughs> we got it out of the way. Yeah. Another one of our little tidbits. I wonder if he's ever listened to the show. My, well, Mike's about to call him out by name, so here we go. Yes. Just like other people know we're talking about, who stop but... listening when he does that. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a place, like she she finds a place to live, and then she gets fired the same day. Uh, she tries oh, to get a job, like as a nude model, but the guy yeah. tells her she looks like a boy. Oh. And she's like, "Oh yeah, really?" And she takes like her fucking hat off and then strips down. And all and he's of a like, sudden, yeah, all, totally. <laughs> all of a sudden, there's like thirty <laughs> cameras now taking pictures of her. Oh. Um. The 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 dude who runs the nude model agency takes her on a date. And after they leave, like, the fucking pizza place or whatever, she just starts graffitiing walls out of nowhere. A Madonna bitch or, like, what? Yes. <laughs> I'm Madonna bitch. I'm Madonna bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so she bangs him in a photo developing room. Yeah, that's hot. And now she's fighting. Are the black the... guys watching while eating donuts? Yes, there too? and they're cheering. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just fucking crumbling all the fucking shit. It's like, mm-hmm, all right. Mm-hmm. Anytime she's fucking somebody, there's black dudes watching eating donuts. <laughs> Every yeah. time from now on, just picture it. <laughs> Do you know how happy that would make me if every time I fucked there were just black people cheering me on outside my window <laughs> with donuts? I'd be super happy. I'd be like, fuck yeah, man. I'm doing something right. You get a right. donut afterwards? I'd be like, thanks, guys. See you, uh, see you later. Fucking grab a donut with them. Yeah. You get tired, you can tag them in. Yeah, you get that. The fucking girl will tell a huge difference. <laughs> Yeah, because I'd be way better, of course. I mean, I know. I, I yeah, don't have to say yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, fuck. Um, she's fighting with her teacher now at the studio, and now she's going out with a Puerto Rican, and like the father, like is there and he sees her with the Puerto Rican, and he's just angry, and the Puerto Rican guy just runs. He just wants he wants her to come home. That's it. Tommy Lee Jones just wants his baby home. Uh now she's got a big audition. She owes some rent and the landlord is all pissed off because she's not paying. Now people never pay rent in the 80s. Never. Man. What the hell? I don't think like one landlord ever got payment. That's why rent tripled. Yeah. All the back pay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna not pay for the next four months and just see what happens. Just fucking go with it. I dare you. Like update us week oh, to week yeah. on the uh, show. Just when they come to pick up the check, just eat donuts in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she. Ju- Sorry, baby, not this month. <laughs> she jumps out the window to avoid paying, and she's running with her suitcase. And now some dudes steal Black her suitcase. guys rooting. Woo, go. <laughs> uh, there's like a nice like classy party going on and she just crashes it and then she's like oh these fucking losers right and she's like talking to this weird jewish hipster and he's like all these people are my friends how dare you and now she's fucking the jew hipster yeah and he tells her that she fucks like a man and Uh, he says (laughs) and she says she always wanted to be a man okay all right. Yeah, so now we get to see Madonna's ass. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to That's say about sweet. it. It's a pretty sweet ass. <laughs> uh, now she's living with the Jew, bro- the Jew um, hipster and his brother. And it's it, they're at the audition and she takes um, the mic and... And they love her, so now she's going to Paris because the fucking, the record people saw her and they're like, or not the record people, the fucking, the dancing, like, scouts saw her and then saw that she took the mic and everything was like, ooh, this bitch is bad, so they're taking her to Paris and then, like, the hipster Jew doesn't want her to go and then she goes to Paris, but she ends up being too sexy for Paris that's what they tell her. What? Like, right said Fred, I'm too sexy. Too sexy for my Paris. <laughs> too sexy for the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, so these fucking assholes kick her back to fucking America. And she tries to get back with the hipster Jew. And he, she does. And he starts to teach her guitar. So she's like, she worms her way into him and his brother's band. And their band just found, like, a female singer who is, like, really good, and they were all happy. So Madonna's a bitch, and she sabotages this girl to make her, like, run out during their first gig ever. And then she takes over as a singer, and the crowd, like, just fucking loses their mind. They love it. And now the hipster Jew guy is just like, oh, I hated it. And then he kicks her out and fucking breaks up with her. And now Madonna's being a bitch to, like, some, like, agent. And she even steals her lunch and makes her go to her concert. Because she's like, no, no, this tape won't do me any justice. You come see me. So then the fucking lady goes to the show and she's like, you came too late. Fuck you. But I'm doing another show. (laughs) Like, she's, like, the meanest fucking person for no reason. Like, when she has nothing. (laughs) So, she, I guess she put on a good enough show to where the fucking, the, the agent hires her, but she hires her as a maid. This is, what? A hundred dollars a week. Um, I think that's just like kind of like a 
retainer thing to where she can't sign with anybody else, so the technical job is made. Uh, so the fucking agent gets her a band, but Madonna doesn't like the drummer of the band. So oh my gosh. <laughs> what she does to get him kicked out of the band is anybody in the band that fucks Madonna gets fired by the agent. <laughs> so she gets she fucks the drummer just to get him fired. I don't like him. I feel like Dude, those, that that's not a contract a record company would have. It's, it's yeah. the 80s, bro. It's a different time. Yeah, they'd it be was. more like it would, you, the 80s, a record company would have a don't fuck people clause. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Hmm. So mm-hmm. Madonna's now happy because she gets to bring in her hip black drummer, who, yeah. who apparently she was also fucking, God, and was... the agent's <laughs> mad about it. Uh, I had AIDS back then. She has all kinds of AIDS. <laughs> all right. Next, next thing is just her that, teeth that are was, bleeding. What? Her teeth are bleeding. Her teeth are bleeding. Her teeth are bleeding. That. Oh. Oh no. Get the stick. Get the stick. Oh, it's because it's the AIDS. I was right. <laughs> That's a symptom. Yeah, your teeth just start bleeding. The her teeth are bleeding is something that only TJ will ever understand. Well, people have seen Dumbland. People know David Lynch. I know people know David Lynch, but Dumbland's a really fucking obscure one. It's on YouTube, isn't it? I have no idea. I have the DVD. If, hey, if you guys have this, cut the episode right now and go uh, watch you, Dumbland by David you know, Lynch. I thought he had it like on his website even. Like, I don't know, but I paid $20 for that DVD, and it's like 12 minutes long. <laughs> Did it have features? <laughs> huh? Did it even have features? I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, yeah, they're all on YouTube. Ah, shit. I overpaid 12 years ago. <laughs> 12 years ago. All right, so now she's having flashbacks of her mother dying, and she's at the big gig. She's got a big gig coming up, and now oh, she's, had a, she's had a lot of big gigs this movie. <laughs> hey! Well, hey. you're about to hear another one. Woo! Now she's fucking her aging 16-year-old nephew. Oh. Yeah, my favorite. Now he's going to have <laughs> That AIDS. would be a problem a in the terrible. contract. Well, the thing is, the fucking agent didn't give a shit about that. Actually, she was yeah, angry at her, but... Like, Elvis did it. Chuck Berry did it. Chuck Berry took the girl across, like, state lines. Chuck Berry like... dated a 12-year-old. I think that's a little different. What? I thought Chuck Berry fucked a 12-year-old. Chuck Berry, I think she was 14, and he was, like, hauling her around the country, so he got in trouble for not only, like, having the relationship, but also technically trafficking her because she was taking her over state lines. Wouldn't that be kidnapping? I don't know. I haven't read Wikipedia in a while. (laughs) Chuck Berry's a human trafficker. Dude, didn't Chuck Berry also, like, set up, like, hidden cameras in fucking toilets? To watch girls fucking is against child trafficking. What? That's all I wanted to say. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're all against it, <laughs> or at least two out of three ain't bad are against ain't it. Ain't bad. Yeah, I'm staying <laughs> silent on this subject. <laughs> I, I Angus has to do more research. My <laughs> uncle Chuck Berry was a good man. You leave him alone. Ah <laughs> uh, shit. This is your cousin, Marvin. <laughs> all right. Uh, now She's tired of doing all the clubs, 
So she sees this she's demon. Tired of doing all the sex. Jesus. No, she's not tired of that. Trust me. She <laughs> oh, never tires of it. And I gotta say, the one good thing is she never gets raped in these movies. She does the raping, if anything. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. So now she's fucking a DJ for his connections. And the DJ. How looks long like is pa- this movie? And we're getting there. So DJ, the DJ <laughs> looks like Paul Rudd playing a Hispanic '80s gay porn star, <laughs> which is just awesome. This is Paul Rudd in a do rag. <laughs> but he has like the mustache, like the kind of handlebar mustache too. Yeah, it's awesome, uh-huh. and he's shirtless the whole time. He never puts on a shirt. So she leaves her agent, and um, they release her new album, but she's not allowed on the cover. Because they want people to think she's black. Because she sounds black on the record. Madonna sounds black. A- apparently on the first album. I don't know. I've never listened to it. But they didn't want to put her on because they wanted her to- people to think she was black. And I stopped taking notes about here. So I'm nice. going to go from memory. Uh, she... The end. No, she... <laughs> She released her second... She fucks a lot of guys, and then she fucks a lot of guys, and then she fucks a lot of guys. Honestly, I think she fucked, like, three more people between this and the end. Are these so. all, like, sex scenes? Like, this is, like... Yeah, no, there's a ton of sex scenes. And, dude, so, like, I did not just pick out a goddamn softcore porn this time, I swear. So, like, half this movie, <laughs> half this movie is just sex scenes. Yeah, that's... that's Majority of it is her being a bitch and her fucking dudes. Would she just get like dancers from her music videos that she wanted to have sex scenes with and just lined them up and put them into plug them into a plot and plug them into her? <laughs> I mean, if I was gonna make a movie, I would I would do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's the fucking what's his name Weinstein of fucking music yeah. videos, right? <laughs> 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 All right, so yeah, she um. Releases that album, it does whatever, but then she makes a new song, and this song becomes popular, and then it leads her back to where she is in the very beginning. With Yanni. The end. With Yanni, yes. Cool. And I will end the movie there. (laughs) Movie is ended. Uh. (laughs) Fortunately, my selling point, Horizon Shift, are awful, so we can (laughs) roll right through all of these. Yeah, mine are are easy. All right, with our movies out of the way, it's time for our next segment, our best bullet points, where we each tell the best selling points of our movies. Um, so I'm going to take the lead with Desperately Seeking Susan. Um, what I'll say is that it has a cool, like, 80s atmosphere. Um, you know how, like, some movies are just 80s, and they have, like, the style. You see a lot of the streets of New York. Um so it has a lot of that if you want a movie with that hardcore 80s feel. Um, also has, you know, of course, good production values. Um, it has a good pace. The, uh, the story is somewhat interesting. And there's a lot of funny dialogue. I didn't really write all of it down because I knew just me trying to retell funny dialogue, the jokes would be lost on the show. Um, but, you know, even from the tidbits I, I gave you, there is a lot of funny dialogue in the, the situations. And those are my selling points for Desperately Seeking Susan. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, I'm gonna take a big L on the selling point here. It really, there, there really isn't any. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious. It's obviously Madonna getting beaten until she's a meek little puppy and suffering Stockholm syndrome to her handsome Greek lover. But I didn't want to say that because that would sound insane. 
But uh, but really, that that's the selling point. Thirty minutes of Madonna just being fucking trashed by a handsome man. <laughs> trashed. I like that term. Please watch the. Please watch Swept Away. Thank you. Guess- <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Like that's so TJ. TJ is like, yeah, you know what? You got me. <laughs> uh, all right. So my movie was a bit different. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, because my movie did not have Madonna in it at all. My movie starred Tarumi Matthews as Madonna. Do what? In the biopic Madonna, Innocence Lost. <laughs> which at the beginning of the film it says that madonna had nothing to do with this movie did not approve any of it the music has been changed <laughs> son of a bitch the music has been changed because of legal reasons <laughs> i'm glad i ended up watching my madonna movie imagine two out of three of our madonna movies didn't have madonna so so like did you look this up does, does this story have any relation to any kind of actual history or fact yeah she was a fucking mean whore <laughs> yanni yanni was in it so you know what? i'll take yanni over madonna any day of the week wait so... does this chick actually look remotely like madonna Absolutely. Wait, how is this your selling point? Hold on, hold on. The, 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 <laughs> okay, okay. Because I didn't watch a goddamn Madonna movie. <laughs> the the funny thing oh, is true. the the reviews for this movie like it was actually nominated for a primetime Emmy. Um. Oh wow. It, it was actually wow. pretty well done. Like the lady who played her fucking killed it. And the thing is, like people were saying in the reviews, she did better than if Madonna played the role. They well, were like, probably because Madonna can't act. This chick doesn't look yeah, anything like Madonna. I In this movie, she up. did. In this movie, she did. Look up the fucking thing. I'm she doing has, like, it. Fucking, I'm doing maybe it, 40 years ago, it. maybe. She has she the did. fucking gap and everything. So. I mean, I guess in 1994 good. on full frame on TV. My, my, yeah. One of the things I love is the tagline is the ambition, the price, the truth. <laughs> so they're saying this is all true like she just fucked her way to the top I've been bamboozled and very like mean to everyone along the way I like it alright alright so now that that's over with we can move on to our favorite segment that's when we relate all of our movies to Paul W.S. Anderson's 1997 classic Event Horizon in a segment called The Horizon Shift. I have two quickies for my shift. Uh, the, the first one being that Desperately Seeking Susan and Horizon Shift were very close in their box office returns with uh, Desperately Seeking Susan taking in about $27 million, a little over $27 million. Uh, Event Horizon, just over $26 million. So, you know, close. Uh, naturally, Desperately Seeking Susan was made on a minuscule budget, so it was actually a success where Event Horizon was a flop. Um, but the, the larger shift is that Desperately Seeking Susan, as they were making it, 
if you remember, Madonna made it big while they were still doing production on it. And originally, Desperately Seeking Susan was actually going to be an R-rated movie. But because Madonna became so big, they wanted to be able to get the teen crowd in. So they cut things, much like Event Horizon had elements cut to bring it from the hmm. NC-17 down to R. Dude, imagine the crazy fucking hell scenes of Madonna. <laughs> and desperately yeah, seeking yeah. Susan, yeah, that have never been released also. That ties oh, it in as oh, well, man. that the uncut version has never been released. I, I'm just imagining that um, Sam Neill became like a sex icon, and that's why they had to cut the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> to cut the graphic sex orgy gore. <laughs> It was the same reason he became a giant sex symbol That's, pop star. Yeah, that that was the opening scene. So, like, when you see her in the hotel room with the mobster asleep, that's why he's sleeping through everything yeah, she, she does. She's actually coming out of his throat, like, just naked and bloody. It's just like... He's fucking shaking like Baby Bear in space, just fucking coming <laughs> apart. I think you should see what so, Will Patton um, does to him when he goes in there before he throws him out the window. It's actually rated X to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, if you recall the uh, the wonderful visual effects of Event Horizon, a man named Stuart McCara is responsible for them as the visual effects producer for both Swept Away and Event Horizon. Nice. Uh, yeah, very cool. Um, also... This is probably the craziest thing I've ever read on IMDb. A man named Mark Burrow, I swear, plays violin on 983 films. Holy shit. In- including Swept Away and Event Horizon. So he must have like uh, he must have just recorded something that went public domain or something that they just use all the time or Ooh, that's that's a possibility. For that like, many that's credits, makes more sense. For that many He's credits, this guy is not like songs. this guy is not being called in by the composer to right like. Yeah, he does a solid fifteen to twenty films a year, just steady. So uh, uh, no, I'm actually gonna have to look that up. That's actually more. Uh, I mean, it could I be that know, he's yeah. just a jobbing, but they don't normally like credit every member jobber. of the orchestra. <laughs> Yeah, no, it specifically says violin. That's his credit. Dude, so I just imagine uh, like the, the, the music track. producers are just sitting there with like a cigarette. God damn it! We need a good violin. <laughs> you <laughs> know Mark who to call. Burrow. He wasn't fucking swept like, away. But like people are going in and screen testing to be a vi- like the background <laughs> violin. And he started from like seventy three, and he's still two thousand thirteen. I'm looking for still, like oh, a, we're looking for like a friend, Mark so. Burrow type. Uh, angus that was was a crazy one fuck yeah yeah that was one of the least expected things ever is the Uh, next time we watch about horizon i'm I'm gonna have to really look into the violin uh uh, part of the film (laughs) see where it is that blows my mind all right so my horizon shift is that madonna (coughs) uses anyone to get where she needs to go <laughs> just like we're used the lewis and clark to get where he needed to go and he used the whole lewis crew to get clark where he needed to is be the madonna yeah. yep. madonna is the vessel i like it i like it too so now it comes down to voting and i i'm in a 
I'm in a toss-up. You're in a pickle. You know, like, I was kind of thinking, you know, well, like, Angus's movie doesn't even have Madonna, but it, and it seems to be, like, made <laughs> by people who hate Madonna. But then Swept Away also seems like it was made by people who hate Madonna. So we're no, married no, to people, Madonna. No, no, Guy Ritchie loved Madonna so much. That's where the hate came from. <laughs> These just both seem so malicious. I cannot guy I cannot believe Guy Ritchie made this film. It is so fucking boring. Except until 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 the Greek starts hitting her, then I'm like, oh yeah, this is Guy Ritchie, alright. I'm like I don't know, like Angus's movie seems like a mess and it's just a string of like, oh Madonna's a whore, Madonna's a whore, Madonna's a whore, Madonna's a whore. <laughs> but then like Mike, your movie sounds like the same thing but boring. <laughs> Madonna's a whore, beat her, Madonna's a whore, beat her, Madonna's a whore, beat her. <laughs> oh I like I feel like I should flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm look- I think you should see where your heart lands, uh, brother. Gonna- see where your heart lands. No, I'm coin. flipping a coin. That's great. I'm flipping a coin. Huh. We'll say. Um, I don't know. What about you know? What about the selling points, maybe, or uh, the shifts? You know. What, okay. What, what, yeah. What, no. What, you're what? right. Let me. Let me. Let me. Mull, let me. Silence. Like, I'm really worried. Is he finding a coin? No, no, no. He's thinking. I'm I'm just, just. I, I really like. uh, I don't want to do this, but because your shift was solid and Madonna was actually in your movie, I'm voting for Mike's grotesque debasement of Madonna. (laughs) <laughs> the basement of Madonna. I like it. I, I I did a little. I did a fist bump. I was so happy. Just, um, I've never felt dirtier voting before. <laughs> you really should, man. You let me down. So, I, I my my choice isn't as uh, hard because even though I had a really good time talking about TG's movie. I really have no urge to watch TG's movie. <laughs> Whereas uh, black donut eating men <laughs> watching Madonna have sex. Watching not Madonna is have really sex. Not Madonna have sex. Hotter Madonna. <laughs> As Madonna is actually more intriguing than watching another Madonna film. I'm going to go with Roger Ebert here and uh, go with Angus's film. Yeah, Roger Ebert yeah. voted for her. Uh, well, Roger Ebert decided that Madonna is a terrible actress. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Films, yeah, so yeah, so uh, Angus, it's up to you to uh, crown a tie. Yeah, Angus is going to break uh, this down. Yeah, this one's a this one is a weird one, like for sure. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. but after hearing both your guys' movie, I came up with my answer pretty quickly. Well, not pretty right. quickly. Fuck. Um. And. I'm I'm gonna go with Mike. Yeah. Just, just for the simple fact that like, I want to see her get kicked in the ribs now, just for learning like what a shitty person she is. <laughs> to see her get beat will actually make me happy to know how many lives she's fucking ruined. So, yeah, Mike, you got this, buddy. Thank you, bro. Do you have a theme ready for us uh, for next episode, Michael? Uh, 
deformed humanity. That's my next theme. Deformed. What is it? Featuring a, a de- deformed humanity. So like a deformed person in your a film. Deformed. That's, that's, deformed. Like, like I thought you could... said B4. No. Like the vitamin? I don't no, know. No, like before human. I thought we were watching like all reptile movies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like all dinosaurs. <laughs> before Christ, yeah. <laughs> just, uh... <laughs> okay, there's some really good ones in this. Yeah. Well, mostly I'm looking. I'm looking at the Iron Maiden Killers uh, little little puppet. One of you guys got me, or maybe I got myself. So I was like, oh yeah, let's watch a movie with those guys. The what? Uh, Iron Maiden. Uh, you know they have the Eddie guy. I got you. Like, that. Little. You got me that. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at it. That's me. So, That's so just to clarify, this no zombies, no zombies. Sorry. Uh, no uh, zombies. Yeah, we've already done. Well, no, we haven't already done zombies. But to uh, clarify, that would include like not. sort of like half human monsters, maybe like you know, like the fly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so we're not having to watch movies like The Elephant Man and The Mask and no, no stuff like that. The funny thing is, like, when Mike stayed at my house, like, he stayed in the room with, like, all my full moon shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, he had, like, evil puppets and shit looking at him. So, I believe this inspired him because full moon had a lot of those fucking <laughs> That's actually a good point. Yeah, people. that might be true. Yeah. This fucking, I think it kind of rubbed yeah. off on you. Because they had a few, like, castle freaking shit that would be perfect for this. Uh, yeah. yeah, I had to look at them every night. I'll just roll up with David Cronenberg films. Yeah. It'll be a David Groningberg special. Mike's coming back with Naked Lunch. <laughs> Ooh. I did not like that movie. No, it's I way too out there. Dude, I had a fucking, like, a boss, like, this gay boss who told me it was, like, the greatest movie ever. And he would be like, yeah, this movie was just like me and my friends all hanging out because we were all writers. And I was like, oh. all right, I'll check it out. So I watched him, like... You guys were all bugs? Is that what you gay people call each other? Like, I don't know what the hey, fuck hey, is hey, going hey, on. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Not, let's not get... I'm I'm excited to watch that soon. Let's not get it. Let's not get it. Uh, I mean, it's like any other David Cronenberg movie, but without a plot. Oh, perfect. And Peter Weller. It, I watched it because Peter Weller was in it. I don't, believe, I don't believe in plots. That was a cool part, was the Peter Weller part. I, but I had like, That yet, movie just made no sense. Yeah, I hadn't yet learned that David Cronenberg is kind of a one-note guy there, there's actually a funny simpsons joke where they sneak into a rated r movie with the fake um id and they go see naked lunch and then nelson says i can think of two things wrong with that title <laughs> <laughs> and now that i, I actually that. saw the movie it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> all right cool all right. well we've been 16 on cinema angus why don't you see us out all right. Yes, we have been 16 Ounce Cinema, and we would like you guys to follow us on our Facebook page, our Instagram. Uh, go wherever you listen to the show. Please review it if you can, like on iTunes. I don't know if Google does it. I don't think so. Spotify, go check us out there. We're on all these different things. Podbean. Um, I found us on some weird-ass shit that oh, I yeah, didn't even know about. Out, we're out there now, so you're going to find us. Dude, there's like a fucking charting website that has us and has all our links and shit I had no idea about. Like, I found some weird stuff. So all you gotta do is just search our name and listen and review, rate, talk to us. Let us know that you're out there. And definitely follow us on Facebook because remember, if you follow us on Facebook, you have a very good chance that Mike is going to call you out by name (laughs) and thank you for listening to the show. And maybe sexually harass you on the show. (laughs) 
or somewhere among <laughs> Goodbye, <our> everyone. <laughs> internet presence. Uh, but he usually has the, the good grace to do it on his own personal account, not on our um, show account. So you have that. Woo! See you. I will not watch it then. Hey, 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 whoa, 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 not, let's not get, I'm, I'm excited to watch that soon, let's not get it, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah!